What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung football podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds, I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, The Week 18 that was, we'll touch on a little bit. We're definitely going to dive into the first week of the NFL playoffs, the Super Wildcard Weekend. Uh, we have some coaching carousel comments to make. We got maybe touch on a couple potential free agents or uh, trade targets. There's there's a lot going on this time of year, and I am so excited. More excited for this show, Kevin, than I've been for several in quite a while. How about you? I'm just excited that fantasy football's over because I can enjoy the NFL again. I don't have to sit here just pissed off constantly all week long as i i've always given you full credit for this little phrase and it's our mantra that you and i are never happy with fantasy we're either pissed off or relieved right angry or relieved yep that's the only two emotions luckily we were able to be relieved um each of us brought home at least one title so that was it's good to have a little bit of relief uh mixed in with all of the uh all of the anger yeah, my uh, league of record, I made the playoffs and then just got straight pork in the first round. Uh, still made some pretty good money, and I was glad to make the playoffs. Uh, those who follow our show know that I, in no way, shape, or form, did I expect to even make it after the draft because I was drafting for the future. But, hey, put a few wins together here and there. Some things worked out. And, uh, and a lot of rookies stepped up. They did. Yeah, I got Pickens did well for me. Alave, Hopkins came back and did good. Amari Cooper did well. Uh, Sky Moore did nothing for me, but I hope that'll change in the future. Uh, and I'm set up good for next year. And then I brought home, um, I guess, really, theoretically, my second and a half straight once and done title. Because you and I won one together in a different league yeah. two years ago. And then I won the once on this year and last year. I didn't win it in the shape or in the form I wanted to this year. You know, it was all weird with the whole cancellation. I think a lot of leagues ended on not necessarily a sour note, but not really Uh the way anybody wanted our leagues to win or to end, you know, just felt sort of weird. But I I, I did pull it out, and uh, I I just wish it could have been under different circumstances. And I can assure you and everyone out there that there isn't a single human being on Earth that won a fantasy title that complained more than you did. Oh boy. You yeah. you bitch and moaned every day yeah. of the fantasy yeah. season. Anger about, or relief, baby. About the one and done. Once the playoffs started, I I I told you numerous times, you're gonna win this thing. It doesn't matter. And it didn't matter to you that I was saying those things because no, it was every sing an onslaught of horrible language <laughs> laced with angry tirades on every player that you attempted to play, even though you were still the champion by a decent margin. No, I only won by 21 points. And if it it's wasn't for that margin. late uh, Allen to Diggs touchdown in week 18, I would have lost. But that got me like 25 points all by itself. It was a strange circumstances. And we've talked on a show about my horrible decision-making because I listened to too many people, including you. I moved people around. Again, I don't blame you or anybody else. It's my own fault for not trusting my gut. I set this line up in like week nine. I changed all of it. And I cost myself like 150 freaking points. And then on top of it all, things are still looking pretty good. And we have to cancel games because guys are home well in their basement and how did it turn out for you kevin well i reigned victorious but i still don't feel good about it because we had to do like many many leagues did um give week 18 points for those that were played in week 17 i didn't feel great about it but it seemed like an equitable thing to do since the majority of teams in our league had players in that game it was unprecedented i hate using that word but it really was. So we had to make some decisions in all of our leagues. Because uh, I don't really know anybody. I talked about this with you the other day. I think I did. I don't know really anybody who just accepted what all these sites did, their blanket way of ending it so they didn't have to deal with it. But just saying, the NFL says it's over, so it's over. 
I don't know a single league that didn't do something to alter that, whether it was added an extra week or just count those points from week 18 back to week 17, decide to just call it co-champions and split the money. Everybody did something other than just, oh, you're just screwed, deal with it. Um, I actually was lucky in uh, one of the leagues that I run, the champion was winning uh, before the cancellation. And even once the game started, they were still winning. And then they also had the best record in the league, the most points. It was all the tiebreakers went to them. So that was, I was thankful for that because there wasn't any question as to who the the true champion was. And even the person who came in second had absolutely no qualms with finishing second because we we had a champion in, in every respect. Right. So I kind of got lucky as far as that went out. But, but even in that case where everybody felt good about it, you still feel better if you didn't have to sure. if we didn't have to have done any of that stuff and we just had a, the finish. But again, I you know I get worked up. We're not going to get into all this life and death you, stuff. You worked up now. I gotta say it on the show: the most ridiculous knee jerk decision in the history of the NFL, maybe the history of sports, was Roger Goodell just outright canceling that game. Because we're all perfectly happy that Hamlin is currently home. He's healthy, clean bill of health, to the point they sent him home. He's done. Great. Awesome. But this was only nine days ago. They could have come up with something. Like like you you said to me on a week, the first thing he asked when he sort of woke up was, did we win? Right. <laughs> he assumed they continued playing. Yeah. As, as I mean, a, so as even athlete, he was like, well. you canceled a game over me getting hurt? So they really threw a cog in the works. It's going to screw the playoffs up. I don't like any of it. But that's my two cents before I start throwing in my $2 and things get crazy here. Yeah, let's keep the cash in your pocket. But I was happy to win the once and done. If you're somebody listening to this and you've never done a once and done and would like to get in one, contact us before next year because we want to build our league up bigger and bigger and bigger. I, I want to put in up to 100 teams. That's a lot, but it doesn't matter because you don't It's one of my favorite ways to, to do it. It, it's, it is my favorite. Now, there's... It's so much simpler, yet so much more complex at the same time. Sure. All right. Let's uh let's dip into these week eighteen games. Shouldn't take too long. <laughs> Chiefs and Raiders. Uh, the Chiefs are good. The Raiders aren't. And that's I mean that's all I got for that one. There I got no you real quick going to the playoffs though. Should we be? Let's let's just look at some of these games and think about like who cares what happened last week? It's all over. Right. But should we be like some like that came from each game? Should we worry that Travis Kelsey all of a sudden is almost like non-existent in this offense? Or is that this, just something they're doing on purpose for a couple of weeks? I mean, they so they scored 31 points. So, I it, no. If they need asking. Travis Kelsey, he's there. Travis Kelsey, he's doing the Tom Brady thing uh, to me where for 10 years ago, I kept saying, this is it for Brady, this is it for Brady. And it never was. And I tried doing that with Kelsey, and I'm just going to do it one time. It was this year. I said, you know what? This is going to be it for Kelsey. He's on the down slope. I was wrong. I'm not doing it again. Kelsey's fine. It's funny you mentioned uh, Brady there. I saw a meme today. If you look at what um, Mahomes has done since he came in the league and those exact years with uh, Brady, those same years then since Mahomes came in the league, Brady beats him in like every single category, including, including Super Bowl wins. Yet we still continue to talk about Mahomes being God's gift to the quarterback position. And here we are with Brady beating him in every major statistical category. I mean, I mean, you you see, if you're watching a video, you you see Tom Brady. I keep a picture of him over my shoulder at all times. Granted, it's because it's Brandon Graham sacking him by the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Uh, But that being said, man, he he's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. I can't. It's very difficult to imagine someone surpassing him in our lifetime. Besides but, you or his family, is there anybody else on earth who's ever heard of Brandon Graham? Maybe people that like Michigan and liked them 10 years ago. Fair enough. It was a terrible first-round pick. Yet another terrible first-round pick. Now, I will say, it took 10 years to pan out, and I'm certainly glad <laughs> they did it for that one instant. There you right go. <laughs> but, you know, it's like the Carson Wentz deal. 
I wanted absolutely nothing to do with them trading up and giving up all those picks to get Carson Wentz. But as it panned out, now he didn't win the Super Bowl, but he helped the team get to the position to do so. Fair so, enough. yeah. All right. Next one Titans Jaguars. This was the only game, if I'm not mistaken, where the winner got in, the loser was out. That's it. I'm pretty sure this was the only game um, like that. And, yeah, uh, there would have been one more. But right. Since it would have been the one. Yes. The Green they Bay Detroit game did not end up that way. Yep. Yeah. Um, but Jaguars took it to the Titans 20 to 16 at home. Uh, how about Doug Peterson, man? I love it. Uh, Great. It just shows what coaching can do in the league. Urban Meyer was so bad. And Doug Peterson comes in. He knows what he's doing. He works with Trevor Lawrence. And we get to see what Trevor Lawrence was drafted to do. I mean, he was mm-hmm. his night and day compared to, to last year. Hold out my league of record. Now, I love it. Two Nut has him and Justin Fields holdouts. We talked about it last week. Titans should have won this game. They snagged uh, defeat from the jaws of victory with that late t- defensive uh, touchdown there the Jags had. Dude, I wouldn't want to play the Jags in the playoffs. I know they're probably going to lose in the first round, but they are not going to be a pushover. They're not just going to say it's our first time in. We'll just let you have it. Cameron, My biggest take- you're a genius. Well done. I put it on our Facebook site. You're a soothsayer. Um, My biggest takeaway from this game before we move on is Josh Dobbs who the Titans signed off, I think, somebody else's practice squad, came in. It was his first NFL start, I think, two weeks ago, right? Didn't he start yes. the last two weeks? He looked good against the Jaguars. Now, granted, he's the game plan is to hand the ball to Derrick Henry and throw short passes, but he made some great throws, and he is far more athletic than I anticipated. Plus, he is a literal rocket scientist. So you know he's gonna be smart enough to get the playbook and do all that stuff. I, I, obviously, I'm not going to say Josh Dobbs is going to be a starting quarterback in the league, yeah, but he deserves to. He deserves to have a shot in camp, and if nothing else, be the direct backup to someone. At least from what I saw, um, the last two weeks with Dobbs. Yeah, just maybe not there because Tan Tanhill came right. out this week and was very adamant that he intends to be back and be the starter. And then they drafted Malik Willis for a purpose, not to be number three forever. Like, not to Blake Carter starting quarterback. So, oh no, not yet. But I'm just saying, I, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine them just giving up on him after one quick season and saying, "Dobbs, you're our man." Uh, yeah, no, I no, yeah, for sure. But he, he, he well, even if it's not with um, Tennessee, have him go to Houston or somewhere and let him compete. I got you. I hear you. Uh, Brown Steelers. One thing I thought was interesting is that Nick Chubb had five catches in this game, so he can do it. Not that I mean, you and I knew he could do it. I don't know why that hasn't been in the game plan all year. Uh, and then Najee Harris and your boy George Pickens had a nice uh, strong end of the season for them. 80 yards for Harris and a score and Pickens three for 72 and a score. So uh, Kenny Pickett only had, I believe, seven passing touchdowns on the season. Uh, but uh, obviously, I, you would think that would improve next year. Um, but yeah, they, no, they uh, no playoffs for either one of these guys. They seem to love them. Yeah, these guys are done with. Deshaun Watson, you're trash. We'll see if you ever come back. I'll ask you real quick, where does Deshaun Watson go in a standard 12-team draft next year? Seventh. Seventh quarterback or seventh round? Yep. Seventh quarterback, I bet. So you're Which might like, be the seventh round. Round seven, then, yeah. I would not touch him that early. With a, Me neither. Yeah, that's just – He didn't – I mean, definitely not from – if you do, it's strictly on potential. That's not what he showed okay. you. I mean, I don't want him on my team anyway, but certainly no way I, I can take him that early with all the guys that would still be out there in the 10th round that can actually play. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, the Bengals, unfortunately for you, I guess, the Bengals took down your Ravens 27-16. to 16. Joe Mixon finally found the end zone again. Surprise, Mark Andrews scratch. I did not see that coming uh, before the game. Gus Edwards gets a concussion. Lamar, well, I guess we'll talk about Lamar when we get to the playoff stuff, but this was, I don't know, Jamar Chase dominated eight for 86 and a touchdown, but this was just, it almost seemed like both teams were kind of going through the motions, I guess, but it was easier for the Bengals to do so against a banged up and depleted Ravens team. I mean, what do you think? The Ravens are awful. I would have thought with the the, the lineup the Ravens are out, they'd lose to most, you know, some of the better high school teams in the country. 
Anthony Brown's a joke. Why is he even in the league? He's just trash. Mark Andrews sits out because for rest. Like, what? what is this? I almost put the screws to me in the once and done. Because, as you know, I was at the office experience. Uh, just trash. And the Bengals are going to – I think the Bengals will beat them by 25, 27 this week, something like that. They're going to kill them. They won't, It's not even going to be close. And it's looking more and more like Anthony Brown's going to be starting again. So uh, it's looking very likely it's going to be Bengals at Bills in the divisional round. We shall see. Vikings beat the Bears. Nobody cares except Chicago because with that loss and a very stupid Texans win, the Bears get the number one overall pick in the upcoming draft. I think really, though, the story, and we'll talk about this in a later show at some point in time, Dalvin Cook's kind of dropped off as the season went on. So I know he he finished well, but it you know sometimes it's not all about where you finish uh, in terms of your rankings and fantasy. I'm going to be interested. I, he's not going to be a first rounder for me this coming year. I don't think so. Me either. Two years in a row yeah. now, he's not put up stellar, and he's way too much roller coaster. Way yes. too much. He'll put up 33 one week and not even get you six the next two weeks. Right. Uh, the Bills uh, now this, oh, yes. Lovey Smith, I love you. You've got the best beard in the NFL. The simple fact you knew you were going to get fired and went for two just so you could screw the Texans out of the first pick. I love you. You had no business being fired in the first place. And to do that to them as you were going out the door, hats off to you, brother. Love it. So let's go ahead and jump to it. Uh, we'll go right to the Texans Colts since you brought up Levy Smith in that situation because I, I want to hit on that a little bit as well. I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. Uh, the Texans, if they lo- all they had to do was lose to the Colts and they end up with the number one overall pick and they have they hold all of the cards. And what do they do? They jump out to a 17-7 lead and then the Colts start coming back and in the fourth quarter, the Colts are winning. Good for them. Uh, and then the Texans in the last seconds of the game throw a hail Mary that somehow gets completed. It like went right through the defender's hands and was it Jordan Akins? I think it was, wasn't he the one who caught it and they score and they're down by one 31 to 30. And, uh, what's, what's old lovey Smith do let's go for two and they get it and they win. They lose a first round pick lovey Smith. Gives that first-round pick to the Bears, who he coached for nine years, on his way out the door in Houston. The thing is, though, we don't know if he knew he was going to be fired before the game or if by doing that is what got him fired. We don't know that. Well, originally they were saying that maybe that was the case, but the more and more I'm hearing now is he knew enough people talked, you know, and – and it got back to him that he was going to be like, because he was let go. Less, I wasn't like less than two hours after the game. He was already fired. Oh, I don't think he was done showering. Yeah. So he knew it was coming and I, I just freaking love it. I love it. And a mismanaged franchise. You keep putting the screws. He says, who wants to go coach there at this point? I, I know it's the, one of the 32, only 32, only of those jobs in, in the world. So you're not going to necessarily turn it down, but I guarantee you some people wouldn't even consider it at this point. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you think Sean Payton's going to coach Houston? No way. Or or the Colts. Yeah. Why would anybody go to either team? Ursay's as screwed up as they are down in Texas and in, in Houston. Very true. Uh, I think it's interesting. Now, Zach Moss, he's going to be somebody's backup somewhere, but he's actually finally looked pretty good the past week or two. Um, it's great after I had him for three years and cut him midway through the season. Now he decides he can play. Camler yeah, played then, him in the once and done this week. He blew up. He's the highest running back of the yeah. week. And I, and I love that uh, Brandon Cooks, who has been awful all season, wants to leave the uh, a sweet taste in the mouth of uh, other teams when he goes for over a hundred and a touchdown. Yep. Uh, I, I would one, so. I would taking some from this game. I would sit here right now and say if they do not trade him, he will not play next year. I think he's that fed up with that whole thing that unless they bring in some magical coach, you know, like Bill Walsh comes back from the dead and rolls into Houston, I think he will sit out rather than play for them again. 
do you know how long they have him under contract? That I don't. And it won't take much of a team once Brandon Cooks. It won't take much to get him because the he doesn't want to play for the Texans, and the Texans want something. Right. So I doubt it'll take much to get him. Of course it won't. He's played on 58 different teams for some reason. Always Why? puts up numbers, but nobody wants wow. to keep him around. Well, it sounds like he's a jerk. So that could definitely be it. I People don't know, that want though. I, he, I don't remember him ever causing trouble anywhere else. Here he's annoyed, but wouldn't you be too? You, sooner or later, you have to be like, what? What is? What are we even doing in this place? Well, he, but know. he was also top dog. If you're the number one receiver, he, and he has to be able to look in the mirror and be like, look, I mean, what is he? 5'11", a buck 80? Yeah, he's not big. He has to, he has to know that he's not going to be a number one receiver on very many NFL teams. He's got two more years. 18 wonder, mil and then 13 mil. How much dead money if he's got? Let me look. Cap hit. Dead cap. They cut him for next year, 34.2 mil. Because it's all, right, all that's guaranteed. These next two years. That's, that's a lot of money for a trade. It's going to have to be to a team that's got a lot of cap room. That or they just change the whole contract and put it all true. later down and expand it out. Or Houston just pays part of it. Because as we know, the salary cap, the real, is really fictional. Right. That's, that's the Saints. Um. All right. A game that was a little more interesting than I anticipated hey, were the quick, Bills. And, real quick. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt you there, but I do. We were saying the same thing about the Eagles two years ago. They're in salary cap purgatory. These guys are screwed. They have no chance. It just proved once again the salary cap is a joke, a total joke. It's just a way to keep people at home happy, making them think their team has a chance each year. Because look what the Eagles did. They were in the worst situation in the Saints two years ago. Here they are, one of the favorites for the Super Bowl. And I think they're comfortable as far as the cap goes moving on. I don't think it's – I don't think they're really far over. I think they're okay. Um, As you peek into that, I'll go ahead and get – the Patriots kind of gave the Bills a run for their money. This game was a lot closer than I anticipated it being. Uh, And part of that was because Mac Jones threw three touchdown passes. The problem was he also threw three interceptions. Uh, and one thing that helped the Bills were the not one but two kickoff returns that they had for touchdowns. Um, and then Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, they uh, they did what they do, and uh, the Bills are going in as the two seed in the AFC playoffs. Anything yeah. for you on that one? Patriots, who cares? Uh, yeah, yeah. Bills. And they're out. If the Patriots won, they had a shot, I think. Oh, well, the Dolphins did. had to lose, they just, right? They needed help, yeah. Um. Bills, man, I would not want to play them in the playoffs. Are they going to choke? Maybe, but man, I don't. They got something to play for now. The special teams is working. The defense, the offense. They, uh, man, I certainly wouldn't want to have to play them in Buffalo. And there's a chance they're not going to have to play in away games, right? Because if they if it ends up being the Chiefs, no. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's they're, impossible for them to never, play an away yeah, game. They're never going to play an away game. The only thing wow. they do is have two home games and then a neutral site. There's no way for them to play on the road. Man, and you know what? I think if I had to pick a team to win at a neutral site, I might pick Buffalo over Kansas City. Yeah, because their entire half the town's going to go to the game anyway. It's going to be a home away yeah, yeah. home anyway. And the Chiefs Chiefs have great fans. Don't get me wrong; they travel well, but it's not, not Bills the Bills. Market. No, it's just not, not the same. So yeah, they they look good, man. They spread the ball around. They're going to be tough. There are uh, Dolphins were able to take down the Jets. And then the uh, odd eleven to six matchup, uh, sweet safety that they got uh, to get to eleven points. I didn't even see it. Where'd that come from? Was it just laterals at the end to try to? I'll be honest. I thought it was nine to six until I just brought the score right down. I, I didn't until yesterday. I saw it end up eleven six. I'm like, where'd this late safety come from? I just fear it was one of those, you know, Stanford band type plays, and they ended up getting a safety out of it. Yeah. What? What an absolute. Just horrible, horrible game. Nothing good. Nothing good. Uh, and well, I guess if you're a Dolphins Skyler fan, Thompson's good... trash. He, dude, did you see what I'm talking about when he throws a football? It's in yeah. the air forever. Little wounded ducks. They're just little soft things that, like, how I think I could throw harder than that in seventh grade. Right. Or now, left handed. I could still throw really hard. Yes. So maybe. Yeah. They have no chance. The... They're going to get slaughtered. Right. This week with yeah, him yeah. at quarterback, no chance. I, it's too late. I guess here's the thing we'll, I'll ask you after to take from this game. Will Tua ever play again? 
Dude, I don't, man, I will say yes, but it'll he's going to get concussed. Yeah, within, a, within two or three games, he'll bang his head, and, and that'll be it, man. It's it's scary. It, three concussions, three-ish concussions in a year? What this I is not old-school football. Yeah, this I is know. not, what, this what is I not don't Jack like, Lambert running out there with no teeth. Just I know, but what I don't like is the press and all these woke people, like, looking out for his best interest. You know what? The dude signed up to play football a long time ago. And it's one of the things that can happen. And if he wants to play and risk it, that that should be up to him, not a bunch of freaking other people tell him you're not allowed to play because you might get a headache. And when you're 37, you might not be able to tie your shoes anymore. If he wants to take that risk, he should be allowed. Like any other job in the world. The the previous football players in the NFL that now they got that whole big class action lawsuit with thousands and thousands of players on it. I can sort of understand that because I, they weren't as knowledgeable as the players are today. The players today, they there's no chance that they do not understand the risks involved. So when they snap that chin strap, when they sign their contract, and when they lace up their cleats, they know absolutely 100% what is in store for them and what could happen. So... I am on your side on this. If Tua wants to play, it's going to be bad. The press is going to treat him bad and say this and say that, but it's his life. If you want to go in Pennsylvania, you where you live and I used to live, you do not have to wear a helmet to ride a motorcycle. If you choose to not ride a helmet on a motorcycle and you get in a wreck, that was your choice. Yep. You knew the possibilities and what the outcome could be. So, man, if he wants to play, that's up to him, 100% up to him. It is his life, his choice, his decision. Yeah, big big risks involved, but also millions of dollars. How about all yeah. the guys on a construction site that have to wear, never know when something's going to fall on them, that are making like 17 bucks an hour. Yeah. You allow them to work. If the guy wants to work, allow him to work. Uh, I, I, just, I just can't get behind this whole thing of every, all these people, politicians and media people making all these decisions for individuals right yeah i agree uh, tampa Bay buccaneers a division winner with a losing record so that's exciting they had nothing to play for in this one so they benched their starters after a little bit and uh atlanta put up 30 points so good for the falcons way to end on a high note i guess i think the story for the falcons this year is is going to be what uh what do these rookies do for them tyler algier and drake london algier finished the season very strong Drake London, after Desmond Ritter came in, uh, also finished strong. Is Desmond Ritter, Ritter the starter going forward next year? Is he going to be the guy? Uh, Falcons have a lot of questions, but they also have some young talent on that team. So I'm interested to see. They're, they're not making the playoffs next year, but uh, I'm, I'm interested to see where these young folks, especially if they can have another nice draft, see where these young guys can take them. Well, seeing how the division winner was only 8-9, I can't sit here and say they, it's impossible for them to make the playoffs. Oh, you're right. Good call. I mean, you got Pitts coming back. Ritter's definitely going to be the starter unless they bring in some high name, unless Aaron Rodgers decides he's going there because Mariota's going. Hell, he's not even at the – he didn't even finish the season. He's going. Uh, and the Bucks, man, I guess the only thing I can take out of the Bucks is will Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers be quarterbacking the Raiders next year? Well, yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait to get into all that. Yeah. All this wild guesses and all of that uh, conjecture. It's going to be great. How, how Another, crazy would it be if they beat the Cowboys there Monday night? They're the fourth team ever to make the playoffs with a losing record. And I would not be surprised if they beat the Cowboys because they don't look a lot to. better than the Bucks right now. It's a home game for Tampa Bay. And Tom Brady's a quarterback. He's, he's hitting it with Mike Evans. Chris yep. Godwin yep. is having maybe his best season, uh, even though he missed a few games with the injury. It's... Plus, they have Rashad White's running great. They got two running backs that can handle the rock. Yeah, and they already beat the Cowboys once this year. And Dak Prescott's going to throw a pick six. So that, I'll do. That's you know, my favorite meme having, this week. Having a seven-point lead going into the game is great. That's my, that's my favorite meme this week. The Dak was so pissed after the game, he threw his helmet, but it got intercepted. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's good. He's thrown an interception in seven straight games, I think I saw. 
uh, leading the league. Yeah. Now, you can't get too crazy because who led the league in interceptions last year? Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. What did Matt Stafford end up doing? Super Bowl champ. Super Bowl but, champ and MVP but, of the game. But Matt Stafford didn't miss five games. That's Dak true. Prescott led the league in interceptions. Yeah, that's true. Five games. I can't argue with that. But, boy, I would love if that repeats because then my ultimate – Bold prediction, the one that will just send you into a, just a year-long tailspin would, would come to fruition. I will do a show with a bag on my head. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that if that happens. I will wear a bag on my head <laughs> if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they have little chance, but you never know. know. Once you're in, you have a chance. Sure. Yeah, tell that to the Giants twice. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, the... Another terrible game of the week were the – now, granted, I'm glad the Saints lost. The Eagles now have, I believe, the 10th overall pick from the Saints. But uh, the Panthers beat the Saints in right when I said last week that Sam Darnold was going to do just enough to have someone think that he could be their starter because he looked great the last two, three weeks. He goes five for 15 for 43 yards passing and two interceptions. Uh, you want to talk one. about ugly and game. One. And one. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he um, made the red rifle look look competent, but yeah, he still. I'm got glad. Uh, I'm glad Alave scored to finish the season because you know he was tearing it up, and then he got hurt, and Andy Dalton. But uh, I'm glad he scored once more be, uh, before the season ended. Me too, and and I've seen Dennis Sounds already come out this week and said he has zero regrets starting the red rifle all year. Like, are you an idiot? What do you mean you have no regrets? You got your butts kicked weekly. This guy sucks. Because he seems to hate Winston. I don't think Winston will be back. I think they're going to just completely start over. Uh, they should. Should they? I don't know. You got a guy who likes to throw picks. But he likes to throw TDs. Got this nice receiving core. And I, I, I just don't get it. The one good thing I'll take from this game is that the Saints have some draft picks coming to them. Why? Because somebody's going to hire Sean Payton. And they are going to take them to the cleaners. They should. They Why have. Shouldn't they? Absolutely. I mentioned somebody. Uh, the Texans should be holding all the cards with that number one overall pick. But yeah, I, the 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 Saints, as far as Sean Payton goes, they hold all the cards there. They, I think, I think this is the first coach trade since Gruden. Did I read that somewhere? I, yeah, uh, uh, that's probably right because it I was think, Gruden. I, I know the first coach trade. Well, since um, Belichick, obviously, Parcells. That might be right. Yeah. At least I can't think of any off the top of my head. Did the Belichick one didn't end up being a trade, though, did it? Did they trade yes. him something for it? I think I the thought... Patriots traded the Jets for him because he, like, I think he signed with the Jets and then they immediately right. traded him or something. I knew it was, so it was like two days later. I just thought he told the yeah. Jets go to hell and didn't sign the contract or something. Gotcha. No, I think I'm pretty sure it was a trade. Well, it's going to be the first one in a while. So, uh, Saints got some stuff coming. I, I just can't – I can't imagine that Winston would be so much worse that the Saints would only win five games instead of six or seven, whatever they end up winning. That's I what I'm saying. It's not like they did well. <laughs> you got a lot of weapons on this freaking team between Kamara, Taysom Hill, Alave, and you got uh, – what's his face? What's that guy that used to be good but now is just a diva? Um Michael uh, Mike, yes, Michael Thomas coming back potentially next year. Well, we'll think about the records for this NFC South. The Panthers, seven wins. The Saints, seven wins. The Falcons, six wins, I think. Yeah. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, eight wins. Yeah. They all could have won the division. They could two have. So I, I just I can't get it. Your quarterback's that bad, why you would stick with him. And then after the season, talk as though you made a great decision. What could have been worse? That you only won six? Five, you still didn't win, so right. I, I don't get it. For me, it's about fantasy. I don't give two craps about the Saints. I just want to see these badass receivers and Alvin Kamara going back to what he used to be when he had a competent quarterback who could throw the ball more than 13 yards down the field and didn't make endless stupid well, decisions. Drew Brees could really only throw it about 16 yards downfield towards the end. But Maybe, that's all the but he could put it on a dime, and that's all yeah. you need in the NFL. The dude could still, right. could still chuck it. Yep. I got uh, four games here that didn't really matter. The 49ers smashed the Cardinals backups, so that was no big deal. The Cowboys 
got smashed 26 to 6 by the commanders in what was a crazy win uh for Washington and a crazier loss for the Cowboys. But again, didn't really matter. The Cowboys were kind of locked into that five seed with the way since the Eagles won and the 49ers won. The Eagles looked very rusty. They did not look good at all against the Giants, 22 to 16. It shouldn't have been close, but obviously it was. And then the Broncos beat the Chargers. I have no idea why the Chargers starters were playing. They were locked into their playoff spot too. Uh, and they suffered some injuries. Joey Bosa's banged up, as is Mike Williams. We'll see how that plays out. But uh, the takeaway for me in this Broncos game is that Russell Wilson, the last three weeks, actually looked decent. So is he going to trick you into drafting him this year or this coming year? The the only way I'd take Russell Wilson in, in a redraft league would be as my backup. What is Sean Payton's the coach of the Broncos? Still my backup. God could be the coach and the owner. <laughs> but if you still have listen, some- I'm telling you right now, Jesus Christ is on the side sideline with a clipboard. I'm I'm starting his quarterback. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. <laughs> Jesus wouldn't cheat. Didn't Jesus wouldn't use his powers to help a quarterback. Russ is washed up. He's going to still occasionally have a game like this, but. I, his days of being a beast and let Russ cook, they're over. Um, I, I don't care who the coach is. I, I just don't. Um, as far, yeah, I, as far as the Chargers, real quick. Yeah. Will Austin Eckler, we talked about this last week, will he go number one in at least 50% of leagues? No. And you said uh, the reason being is the name. what you said last week, his name. Right. If but it's getting harder and harder to, to, to question the numbers. I don't think he'll drop out of the top three. No, I, I can't. But some, and, but that's the thing. He will, won't he? I, he will. I know. As soon as those words left my mouth, I thought Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson. Yep. And then, and then any given other person right. that somebody's taking a chance on. Somebody's going to love Derek Henry. Barkley, Jamar yeah. Chase. Uh, the idiots in your occasional idiot league that takes – Patrick Mahomes with the number yes. three pick. Yeah, you're right, man. It's it's mm. crazy. So crazy. Now, and, f- and for me coming in the league or coming in the year, I wasn't down on Eckler, but there's no way he was going to repeat his 19 or 20 touchdowns he scored last year. And then he did. I was wrong. He did. About, now yeah. I had him at I had him at like seventh or eighth overall, but I didn't get him anywhere because he got drafted before that. And you know what? Hats off to you guys. You I missed that. I missed it. Yeah. I missed him yeah. on that. I'm excited. My league of record, he's a free agent. I traded him away three years ago because I had to. I was screwed on the salary cap. He came back off IR, and I couldn't I couldn't do anything, sure. so I had to get rid of him. But the guy that had him, is he, he loses him after this year. He could franchise him, but he's not going to because be, the, the money's just sure. not feasible. So, man, I want to target him so bad, but he's going to go for so much money. He's going to go for like 65 to 70 bucks. I can't go above 50. Yeah, he's not going to be yours, my friend. No, he's not. Last two games, uh, they actually matter to each other. The Seahawks ruined things for everyone when they beat the Rams 19-16. to 16, uh, Because sure that – I know, because winning that game knocked the Lions out of the playoffs. Yes, but, I hate Pete Carroll in general. This just made I it know. worse. I know. And I'll tell you why in just a second, because – then the Lions go out and beat the Packers. And I, one of my best friends and friend of the show, Dan Coons, he texted us in a group chat and he goes, this is as close to a Super Bowl win as I have ever experienced as a Lions fan. And it's like, yeah, I bet it is. You knocked out Aaron Rodgers and the Packers from the playoffs. You did it yourselves. You won. You look good this year. And here's the problem. When the Seahawks won, the only people that cared about that last game were Seahawks fans, Lions fans, and Packers fans. That's it. America didn't give a crap. But if the Rams would have won and the Lions could have made it to the playoffs, America would have been watching that game. I'll be honest. I didn't watch it because I didn't care. I was so upset that the Lions couldn't make the playoffs. And I'm an Eagles fan, right? This is a playoff team in my own um, conference. Right. I wanted the Lions in so bad, and so did so many other oh, just yeah. general football fans wanted the Lions, and it didn't happen. It makes me so upset, but I am happy for the Lions. I am happy for the fans because they look great. They had one heck of a season, and 
they knocked Aaron Rodgers there their foe three, out of the playoffs. three things from that yes the lions have put the rest legal notice we put them one notice yes. earlier in the year that these guys are coming yeah it's just happening earlier than we thought now if they didn't have so much trouble earlier in the season they'd be in the playoffs and people would be like nobody wants to play the lions two i do disagree with you that there are people across the country huge into that sunday night game because aaron Rodgers is the most polarizing figure in the nfl and you either hate him or love him. There's no in between. So half the country wanted him to lose. Half the country wanted him to win. Um, my third, I had something else. I don't remember what the hell it is, but that was two of the things. I'm sure it's probably trapped in that beard. Somewhere. Oh no, Jared Cough. As I horrible as Prescott's been last seven games of the pick. How many games is Jared Goff going to end the season with no picks? Nine. Nine games in a row with zero. He's the guy, man. You got to yeah, have him go. Is. You bring it back. And and there now their GM came out this week and said he was never a stopgap. He's not a guy we just brought in. That's a load of crap. You're saying that to keep him happy, but it's turned out. He how can you not keep him? The numbers he's putting up and not turning the ball over with that defense. Aiden yeah. Hutchinson is a frightening, frightening individual. Yes. With so this. Good. And, and their offense is going to be better next year. You know, Jason Williams is going to come back healthy. Yes, correct. They're losing you know nothing. About, you know what I love Jamal about Williams, us? Well, Jamal Williams, right. We'll see. But I, well, and they it's lost, going to be hard to not pay him what he wants. And they lost Hawkinson, and Brock Wright's not TJ Hawkinson. But Brock Wright found the end zone quite a no, few he, times. He did well. They don't need that. They don't need Hawkinson. Hawkinson was lost in that offense. Except that one big week, he didn't do a lot because they don't need him. They just don't. Their offense is based around golf chucking to those wideouts. You know what I love about us? Going into the draft last year. Well, there okay. There are quite a few things I love about us. But seriously, going into the draft, who did I want to be picked number one overall? I don't remember. It was Aiden Hutchinson. And who did oh, you I want? I thought to you were talking about fantasy drafts. Okay. Got it. My fault. Okay. You meant, yeah, My yeah. Fault. Okay. Yeah. And who did you want to be drafted number one overall? Sauce. You could have flipped a coin with those two guys. Oh, just yeah. don't take just don't take Trayvon Walker. I mean Yeah, they're the one and two and the, they'll be one and two in the offensive, uh defensive yeah. or defensive rookie player of the year. And honestly, I don't care who wins. They both deserve it. But you know who doesn't? The guy who actually went number one. And we were screaming, Jaguars, I know you're gonna do it, but don't take him. Yeah. I know they have whole careers to play out and this and that. But boy, if Hutchinson and Sauce don't look like the real freaking deal right now. They sure do. They're freaking beasts. Beast. All right, man. This is what I've been excited for. I've been able to actually like do some research for this show. It's been a few weeks. You know, we're just we only do this show once a week and it's an hour. And it's tough to get all of our games in an hour and break them down and talk about them. That's something we need to do. But I got to do a little research this week. Um, and I enjoyed it. Got a lot of coaching turnover. One thing I heard that I did not know was that the Arizona Cardinals have been around for a hundred years. They have never had a head coach last more than six seasons. Yeah. They're trash. That's wild. That's crazy to me. Also, there are seven new playoff teams this year and that's about average. So we have to remember that going into next year, and I don't remember what our preseason playoff team. I actually think we, we were pretty good. I think we had five or six new teams. We'll have to go back and check it out. But, um, all these professional air quotes, they come out and they have, you know, their playoffs look exactly as they did the year before, minus two or three teams. Right off the bat, you got to delete that because that's not what history tells us. History tells us it's quite a bit, 50% turnover, right, from year to year on playoff teams. Mm -hmm. So we got to keep that in mind. Uh, and one thing I haven't heard anyone say, and it took me a while to do this, but the NFL loves parody yes. in, in the league. So – there were nine double-digit win teams this year. The last time there's only been nine was 2011. There have been 10 or more double-digit win teams in the league for the last decade or more, okay. which I thought was interesting. There's a lot more parity in the league this year than there has. Last year, there were 13 double-digit win teams, 12 double-digit win teams a year before. I like that in the league. Yeah, the the old – school the double digit teams would have been usually you'd think a little less simply because 
they didn't play as many games, so it was harder to get there. Um, but now I think a big reason why there's more parity is a lot of the teams that have sucked for a long time, Detroit, Jacksonville, coming up in the world, some yes. of the teams that we thought would crush, or at least I thought you thought the Rams would suck, I thought they'd at least get 10 wins. Um, you didn't think Minnesota would get as many wins as I did. So some of these other teams have sort of built up. I, I'm all for parity. Uh, what I'm not for is mediocrity. I can't stand teams like the Ravens who accept mediocrity. It's so irritating. Please do something more than barely squeak into the playoffs and get whooped by 25. I'm just tired of it. Um, All right. Head coaching positions. Right now we have five. And it's so irritating. All I read anywhere, see anywhere, is endless stupid retreads. And you expect that something's going to change. This guy that's already been fired in two or three other places is going to come in and transform your organization. It makes no freaking sense to me. Arizona, Carolina, Denver, Houston, and Indianapolis. Am I missing anyone? Uh, Say that again. Arizona, Carolina, Denver, Houston, Indianapolis. Yeah, they're they're the ones that are definite right now. And outside of the retreads? It's a lot of offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators that uh, are a bit shocking. Um, Even then, like, retreads like Raheem Morris. He's never won anything as a coach. Yeah, like, He's like, get- Arizona's front office are getting like interviews for GM jobs. What has Arizona's – you hired Cliff Kingsbury? You gave yeah. a terrible quarterback a whole bunch of money? What? What, what are we it doing? makes no sense. Which All one this. of those jobs would you want? Of those teams, Arizona, Carolina, Denver, Houston, Indianapolis. As far as overall talent, right away, a team ready to win, maybe turn things around, it'd be Denver. I think I want Denver too. With that, Javante Williams is coming back. You got to got understand that Russ is not the same quarterback he was seven right. years ago. You got to hand the rock off a lot. Offensive and defensive talent, de- absolutely, Denver. Okay, me too. I agree. Um, if you're Sean Payton, though, I read something today that says Sean Payton's like Kyler Murray for a long time. Where's Sean Payton go? If 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 I'm Sean Payton, I don't want any of these jobs. I still think he's going. I still think there's a high probability he's going to go to Denver. Do you? I think he's going to sit down with some of those people up there, and they're going to make him an offer he can't. Don't the Waltons own it now? They're going to make yeah. him a freaking offer he can't refuse. It's definitely the most talent. Kyler Murray's trash, and I think he has to understand that. They're talking about already saying, I don't understand where this came from, but we're definitely trading DeAndre Hopkins. We don't want him here anymore. You've got a reasonable contract. I know he wants more money, but and you're going to get rid of the best player on your team, hands down. I don't I don't it's get crazy. that. Why, and why do you throw that out there? Because now you've just lost all your leverage. You've made it very clear we want this guy out no matter what. Okay, well... Now the the second rounder you're going to get for him is now a fourth rounder. I'm with you, man. Just so they some of these they're just so poorly run that why would somebody like him go there? Why would where, where do you think I'm sorry? Where, where where do you think Hopkins goes? Like I mean, what teams do you think? I hope it's not the Ravens because it'll just be useless there, and then that kills my fantasy team. Isn't that horrible that that's where I am now with the Ravens? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Your receiver to go there it means the end of your career. There's no purpose. I heard my guy Jeff Manns talking about um, the him wanting DeAndre Hopkins to go to the Bears. He, he's a Bears fan, and you know Justin Fields needs that. I don't know that Hopkins is really uh, – his playing style matches with Fields. And what I mean by that is Fields isn't the most accurate guy. And you don't have to be real accurate with – with Hopkins, but he's running outs. He's running ins. He's running hooks. Those aren't the routes that Fields really feasts on. You know what I mean? Fields is going to run. He he's more of a deep ball thrower. No, airing it that's out, it. Slants. Fields and feasts I, I just on two don't know. things: deep balls when he gets a lucky throw, or spaghetti patterns because he's been rushing back and forth thirty-five yards yeah. during a play, and eventually somehow Cole Komet ends up yeah. wide open by seventeen yards yeah. because spaghetti pattern. It's like. Watching the Bears' offense is like watching backyard football when we were in the fifth grade. Hut, 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 run spaghetti pattern until somebody comes open. Now, back to the coaching openings. 
there's been rumors. The Rams obviously is out there uh, up to McVay to see if he wants to come back. I also heard rumors about Washington and with how terrible Las Vegas was, he can't help but think McDaniels might be a, a one and done. Yeah, that's any one. No. Any of those? Do you think I, any of those are going to happen? I'd almost bet my house that McDaniels is going anywhere. They can't afford to pay him for the next eight years or whatever they did. And I don't blame it on him. He's an awful coach, but there's just something weird about uh, Derek Carr just not making things work. If they could bring in Brady, who knows the McDaniels offense like the back of his hands, or even Rodgers to just – you don't really need to know the offense if you got him and Adams back together. The dude is going to win 13 games next year. Uh, so not him. I, I'd be surprised if Washington made a change. You finally got a good coach in. I know this is horrible to say, but he's considered a minority hire. And after all the crap they've gone through to then go fire Ron Rivera. Oh my Lord. Now you just taken on another huge PR hit. And I love Ron Rivera. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a little absent minded sometimes, but I think he's a good coach there. They just, it's like so many other teams. They need a quarterback. They've got a great receiving core, but you need somebody that can actually throw to them. So I'd be surprised there. Uh, These are just not a destination. It's weird now because the really top-end coaches now, the NFL has changed. They only want top-end jobs. They don't want to go play in Carolina. They don't, you know, they don't want to play these low for these lower-end teams that nobody cares about. It's interesting. You talked about uh, retread coaches before. The, these playoffs are are kind of interesting because if you look at the coaches, um, 49ers, they hired a retread, right? Yeah. Or no, you know what? No. Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. Of the yeah, Falcons. he was never was a, a head coach, right? Right, right. Now, the Seahawks, Pete has been there forever, so he doesn't count. Jags hired a retread, but they're playing the Chargers, and the Chargers, uh, Brandon Staley, this was his first time gig. But their retread was different. Their retread wasn't fired. Their retread just left. Who the Jaguars? Peterson. Peterson was. It's not like he was fired. He left, didn't he? I think he was fired. Really? I thought Peterson left on his own accord, and we were like, "God, this guy's a genius." Because, well, this was my theory that he maybe was fired, but lost on. I don't know whatever it was. He did on purpose. God, I'm getting out of here while I can because this is a yes. dumpster fire. Yeah. Um. But then the Bills in that next matchup. Um, Sean McDermott, he was a, a retread, but was the Dolphins coach, um, Carolina, wasn't he the head coach of Carolina? I could or was be. he their D coordinator? I don't remember him being a head coach before Buffalo, but maybe either he way, the right the um playoffs they have the both there. We see we see them both, you know, like Mike McCarthy with the Cowboys retread, right? Um, Buccaneers retread wasn't um. Raheem Morris, he was head coach of the Falcons before he became the D coordinator for them, right? Wait, who who are we talking about? Buccaneers. I'm switching teams on you quick, man. Is Raheem Morris the head coach there now? It's not Bruce Arians. This is who ridiculous. Is While you're doing that, let's uh the Seahawks 49ers it's are Todd Bowles. First. I was gonna say because Raheem Bowles. Morris okay. is currently He's been interviewing oh, for he's, jobs. Um, with the Rams, correct. Yeah, well, Todd Bowles, you're right. He did, but they are eight and nine. But again, like Mike McCarthy, when he left the Packers, they had a winning freaking season and went to the playoffs. These aren't some of the normal retreads of guys that have just been place after place and not really done much. But I, I, think I'm Frank I mean, there's a lot of the retreads. Andy Reid's the ultimate retread. But again, he left Philly in good standing. It's not like he was yeah. just. I I, don't just, know. I just don't like it. I'd love to see Jim Harbaugh come back. I'd like to see Eric Bieniemy actually get a chance. To, yeah, Bieniemy will be let, nice. Let it prove. If Tyreek Hill's right and Bieniemy sucks and doesn't even know what he's doing, we'll at least give him the chance to go prove it. Yeah, I would like to see Bieniemy get a shot. If All I'm right. freaking Sean Payton, I'm freaking behind closed doors and I'm texting Jerry Jones as much as I freaking can and saying, dude, unless you win the Super Bowl, I'm coming. Get rid of that guy. Send him packing back to Green Bay. I'll I'll even give you a two million dollar discount. I'm there. Jerry be would freaking lose there, his shit. Oh yeah. Pardon my French. It finally happened. There oh, it was. Man, you almost made it. You almost made it. <laughs> almost. Uh, but I mean, that's what I'm doing. If I'm Sean Payton, I'm I'm going. Yeah. I'm 
I'm going to go, going to get behind some people's backs and take the job I want. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And he's, I mean, he, he used to coach in um, Dallas and he's always wanted to go back, you know, so they say, so that'd be, I mean, that'd be perfect. And there's, I mean, there was always rumors about Peyton going, going back. He should. God, man, it'd be marriage made in heaven. And like, you have all the biggest names. I mean, it's the Cowboys. Win or lose, people care about the Cowboys. It's just the way it is. There is, unfortunately. Now, for these playoffs, the I don't know if this has ever happened before, but every single matchup we have this week, the teams played in the regular season already. Uh, and that doesn't excite me. I don't like that a whole lot. Obviously, a lot can change. But uh, the Seahawks 49ers, this will be the third time they've played. Yep. Uh, this year they're the first game Saturday at 4 30 the Niners won both games 27 to 7 and uh 21 to 13 the most recent one December 15th so I can't imagine the Niners losing this at I home. can't either Shanahan against came out today though and said what something I fully agree with the first two games meant nothing it's the middle of January oh, yeah. now people are healthy people aren't healthy they have no Literally nothing to do with each other at this and point. Division games are always tough to win, and it's definitely tough to beat an NFL team three times in the same season. But I can't I, imagine it not happening. I can't, yeah, I know. Me neither. Uh, the next one, the Chargers at the Jaguars Saturday. That's our Saturday night game at 8-15. They played in week three long time ago. Jaguars smashed them 38-10. to And the, the Chargers might be bit without Mike Williams. He did not practice today. Today's what, Wednesday? No, he did not. But every every report I've read says they do expect him to play, but how limited will he be? Somebody looks at that dude wrong, and he's under the blue tent. He so, might get that uh, T. Higgins treatment. Dude, I hope Jacksonville wins this whole damn thing. God, it would be so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I know the Ravens the aren't going to, so I would love Jacksonville to win the whole freaking thing. Can you imagine if Doug Peterson, even if he just wins one playoff game, even if he just wins this one and loses next week, That'd be so great. One of the top three coaches in the league at that point. You have to. <laughs> you have to. How couldn't you? I don't think so. He, he's not better than Andy Reid. And, Isn't he? And Nick Sirianni might be coaching. Isn't of the he? Year. He took a team that won, what, two games last year and he hasn't won in the division and then win a playoff game? That is pretty impressive. With with that a team that's the youngest, the youngest aggregate team in the entire league on top of it all. It would be quite impressive. It Even if they be. were only nine and eight. I used to hate him when he was a Philly. But once he pulled that whole thing and got out of town, you knew I had that new respect for him. And I gave you my theory. <laughs> and I got nothing but love and respect for the guy now. I think he's freaking amazing. Uh, Dolphins at the Bills, uh, another division rivalry here. Well, isn't the, isn't the line like 17 or something? Isn't it something I ridiculous? Well, there's no Tua. So Skylar Thompson's trying to beat the bills in buffalo now in the regular season they they split wins they yeah, the home team good, won yeah. each one and by three points or less but that really doesn't matter besides the niner seahawks i think this is the the niner seahawks are second as far as guaranteed victories this is number one. The Bills got to be winning. and the fact that these guys in their 80 degree practices have to go play in a like 5 degree wind chill they never play well there. They're going to I mean I mean I would love to have seen Von Miller in this game in his seven sacks. It's just and to, uh, speaking of that, Teron Armstead might not play the the true. you know the Dolphins left tackle. Yeah, this and has that's the our makings seven. of a brutal beatdown. At least it's the one o'clock game on Sunday we can get over with. And and what's his face Hamlin? They're saying there's a decent chance he's going to show up at the game. They'll put him out there at the end of the game to wave to the crowd. I mean, they're going to be so, I know, but it matters in the NFL. They're going to be so no, amped up. Um, the Dolphins, may, maybe they won't come. <laughs> it's probably in their best interest. <laughs> they're going to get their asses whipped anyway. <laughs> Might as well just forfeit. Save yourself the embarrassment. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Uh, uh, next one, Giants at Vikings. They're the 430 game. Minnesota won the Christmas Eve game with a last-second field goal, 27-24. I, I don't know what the line is. Uh, and what Vegas is saying, but I've heard quite a few folks on the radio picking the Giants for this one. Uh, I assume you saw the Vikings had the worst point differential in the history of the league of a 12-win team, negative three. They were outscored, but won 12 games. If Danny Dines plays a good game, I'm picking – Minnesota knows about preseason Super Bowl, them versus Buffalo, but I could see if Danny Dines plays well, Minnesota's in trouble. 
So Dable is in the exact same boat as Doug Peterson. If he goes out and wins a playoff game with a team it like the, done the Giants. Yeah. Daniel Jones. Right. I, I saw a meme and it was talking about Brian Dable. And he goes, he, he goes out here with Daniel Jones, uh, an injured Saquon Barkley, and Walmart cashiers at wide receiver and takes him to the playoffs. And he's not that far off. I mean, what was Richie James doing two years ago? Oh, so real quick, we've got to mention one person from the Giants game earlier. Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. <laughs> 34 <laughs> games as a Giant. His first touchdown yeah. on the last play of the game last yeah. week. I know. Score number one. Last play of the game, I'm pretty sure it was. Kenny Galladay, one they- for 34. Because they went for the onside kick, and I was scared to death. Because if they got that onside kick, I knew they were going to score. And the Eagles wouldn't have had the one seed. Um, but anyway, that's going to be a good one. I'm interested in that one. See what Kirk that's Cousins can do. To watch. Uh, then we have the Sunday night game, Ugh. Ravens at Bengals. I don't anticipate this being a good one. Nope. Um, they split their, their series, but uh, since he pretty easily uh, took home the victory last, just last week. They're playing two weeks in a row. I hate that. The, uh, yeah, Lamar the, Jackson's probably not going to play. I know. The May, thing hey, is, is I, I'm now. That why they don't we just line, They're saying they did that on purpose so that they can figure out a contract with him. I'm saying blow the whole thing up. Fire Harbaugh. Definitely fire uh, Roman. Let Jackson walk. Go. I mean, you wouldn't fire Greg Roman. I know that's I weird. Heard, I've never mentioned. I had that. heard you. Had heard you I, say I'm that. fully on board that they can't win without Jackson. The problem is since he's hurt all the time because the very way he plays is what causes him to continue to miss time. It's pointless. You just keep killing yourself, shooting yourself in the foot. Time for a new voice. Time for a whole new offensive strategy. Let's get a more normal NFL offensive system. I'm not saying you can't have a running quarterback, but to rely on one guy who misses half the season every year or you're just done – it all just needs blown up, start over. Because I'm sick of mediocrity. Well, why don't you tell me how you really feel, Kevin? I'd rather just be terrible. Just I think what they should do is just skip the Bills-Ravens, the, the Bills game and the Bengals game, and just have the Bills play the Bengals, and we'll just count it as the next round. Why not? <laughs> These games are going to be a joke. Um, and then our last one, Monday night, the Cowboys are at the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers beat them 19 to three all the way back in September. I think this one's going to be an interesting choice. And I think the NFL picked the right game to play for Monday night. I I think this is, you've mentioned before, you know, everyone's interested in the Cowboys, whether you love them or hate them. They, you know, the Aaron Rodgers treatment. Um, So this is going to be interesting. Everyone wants to see Tom Brady. Everyone wants to see Dallas. Everyone wants to see him lose both of them, right? Yes. It's it's win, win and lose, lose for everybody. this game is going to be more rooting against someone yeah. rather than rooting for yeah, someone. I but can't hey, believe I haven't seen any memes le- yet that have expressed somebody's right. hope that both teams lose. But um, so, it might be a good game. I hope it is. Who do you think is going to win it? That one? Yeah. I really do think Dallas will win, but I don't think it's going to be a pushover. I think it's going to be a tight game. You think Dallas is going to win in yeah. Tampa? I do. I just said that. Okay. Well, well oh, okay. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm getting feisty, I, I think, baby. Uh, I think that um, I think Carolina and uh, Tom Brady's going to do it. It's it's really what? tough for me. Carolina? Though. What the hell do they have to do with it? So, it's funny. Tampa, I'm looking at Carolina. Sean McDermott was a defensive coordinator. <laughs> he was not the head coach. Ron Rivera you was the head coach. You, Sean McDermott was... you pick a third uh, team that's not even in the game. They're going to win it. I'm, I'm doing six things at once. Yeah, I think Carolina's not even in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're going to win it. No. <laughs> little Tom, Menage Tom, Trois playoff. Tom Brady in Tampa. <laughs> I think they're going to beat the, uh, the Cowboys. I think it'll probably be close. But, again, they have a six- to seven-point head start. With Dax pick six, he's going to throw. Late late DJ Moore touchdown, you never know. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Do you have anything else, bud? (laughs) I don't. You just blew my mind. Anything that might have been in my head just went right out with us shenanigans. So uh, more power to you there, brother. Next week, I'm going to pay more attention, I promise. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm so excited about actually being able to do a little bit of research and dig in. and, And hopefully each week, we'll have a little more time to talk about 
not the games. So right. I'll be able to research a little more. That's what I love the most. And that's what I've been missing the past few weeks. So very excited about this. And um, it'll, one, one it'll quick get better. thing before we're on here again is I think January 16th is the cutoff for um, non-seniors to declare for the NFL draft. Okay. So that's a big thing this week because there there's yeah, some sure. things where you'll see rankings and they're based. They're very clear that some of these guys have not declared yet. Others already have, but if they've not, actually, even if they've contact agent, they can rescind by the 16th. And tip our hats to the Georgia Bulldogs who absolutely wow. demolished TCU. That's I stupid. knew it was going to be a blowout. I know it'd be that bad. What a waste! I thought it'd be like forty-five hours. to fourteen. Jeez, you freaking Pete! Five to seven. Yeah, Men amongst boys. That was just that was just stupid. It wasn't. It was stupid. It'll be Dolphins Bills. The NCAA must have just hated every second of it. Just thinking like, oh Lord, what has happened here? Yeah, I couldn't even watch it. I turned it after a quarter and a half. I I, I barely watched once. They are up by 40. As say, this so is not it. And they all they did the whole fourth quarter was pretty much run. They threw a couple slants here. They pretty much just ran and they still they couldn't even stop that. It's their whole yeah. second team. It was just embarrassing for TCU. All right, folks. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, Spotify, and YouTube. Kevin, a lot yeah. of fun. See you in a week, my friend. Go Ravens. Yay. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs>